We had Robert, you had Kevin, you had Larry, you had Dennis Johnson, Nate Archibald. So you had like all-stars, all-stars around me, and they were only going to pick with so many from each team. That used to bug you sometimes? No, that was a good dip. Man, I wanted vacation day. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. All right, another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. Max, Celtics got out their uh, five-game break right now. They're sitting at 17-7, and seven, but they're coming off of two back-to-back losses. One was against the Indiana Pacers, and the other one was against the Philadelphia 76ers, Max. Uh, a lot of places that we could start with this conversation, but I'm just going to let you have the floor here. What do you think went wrong in that game? Maybe late-game execution? Maybe it was the way they were playing defense? Which one is it here? Which one would you start off with? Well, I think combination of things. I think, one, not having Gordon Hayward, uh, losing him in uh, the game in Indiana in the second half, I thought you lost one of your scorers. Then you had people in foul difficulty. Jalen Brown got uh, in foul difficulty. He was able. And then the, maybe the biggest thing that, that people don't talk about is not having your best defensive player, mm-hmm. Marcus Smart. When somebody gets hot as a guard or a forward, Marcus comes and normally puts the fire out. Didn't have him. And I think because of that, you might have lost two games. What do you think about Philly's defense, though? Because that's always that was a concern heading into the season. And then you look at what happened, you know, last Thursday night mm-hmm. with no Al Horford, the way they defended down the stretch, especially what they did with Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker looked like he was on his way to scoring forty after that twenty-one points in the first half. But then come the second half, they made some adjustments. You know, Jason Tatum went zero for eight for his first shots. You know, in the mm-hmm. second half, mm-hmm. took him a while to get going. He did hit those two uh, big three pointers down the stretch. But, of course, he did make that costly turnover on the inbound pass. Like, there's a lot of, you know, plays at the end of that game that if they went another way, would have put the Celtics in really good shape. Well, I think it showed really uh, some of the holes in the Celtics game. I think the biggest thing is watching Joel Embiid, how dominant he can be. But let's counter that because Tice played particularly well. I mean, Cantor played particularly well in that game. And, and they scored and they kind of held their arm on. I know some people right now are talking about maybe trading and saying um, maybe get Gordon Haywood, send him out west and try to get a center like uh, Adams from uh, OKC, who is a big defender and big time rebounder. But I think right now in the Eastern Conference, there's only one beast out there in a big uh, that we can talk about. And, and that is... Embiid. Yeah. And the Celtics, uh, you know, for the most part, were able to cancel what he did by their centers. I just think that they just didn't shoot the ball well. Um, they did a great job against a lot of different people, but uh, the the bounces kind of went 76ers way and you lost that game. What did you think about what Charles Barkley and, and Shaq had to say? Do you agree with that in the sense of seeing someone like Embiid's uh, potential to be great, but some nights he's just not – as great as he should be or that he should be more dominant and put more of an effort. Well, know, this I, is obviously before Thursday's game. I but. think I think the thing about Embiid is when he decides that he's going to anchor up and play in the post a lot more, I think he, he's just devastating because there's no way to stop him. Embiid's problem is he likes, he likes the cute stuff. He likes the threes from the outside. He likes the crossover dribble. He likes the Euro step. He likes all those things where he doesn't have to do that. If he just turns and bounces you in, and that's one thing I really miss about Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines was a brick wall, mm-hmm. and you weren't moving him. 
Embiid had to go around him. He wasn't going through him. Right. right now, with a couple of Celtics, he's just bullying them over and just, you know, coming in the paint and laying it in. Right. Yeah, we definitely saw that Thursday night. I always say, well, at least lately I've been saying, Philly will go as far as Embiid will take it. Oh, yeah. Oh, easily. You know, I don't see someone like Simmons all of a sudden going to be the guy like, hey, I'm going to put you guys on my back and we're going to win this thing in a playoff series. Well, so. I think Simmons is Simmons is a is a – Becomes an ancillary player. He can play. He he plays the game on a high level, uh, you know, assist totals and all that. But everybody said, "Oh, he's this amazing. He's amazing jump shooter, <coughs> amazing score right now." We didn't. Did we see him take a three in that game? Nope. Did we even see him look that he was going to take a three? Only before or, the game started. Or, 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 yeah, pre game shoot around. Pre game. Pre game shoot around. He shoot it. But that's the thing about it. When is that going to filter over to a game? You know, I think that Harris was the big-time scorer for them. He was, yeah. He, he, when he MB was. went out, he was the guy who took the game over. So, you know, Philly has a lot of different weapons. And, and the young defender that was uh, going up against Kemba, Kemba used him early in the first half. Mm-hmm. And then I think, they said, they made adjustments and they played better in the second half and, and some of the things they were able to do. You think someone like Joel Embiid could do that in a playoff series, Doug? I just feel like nowadays it's all about the wings, right? The Kevin Durant's and the LeBron James's, you know, in terms of being able to to, to drive your team to a championship oh, or drive he, it to the NBA He finals. could. If he just says, I am, if I wanted him and my, his coach, I put a rope on his body. Like I do, like, you know, where you see these kids in the airport mm-hmm. and they're trying to get away from their parents. And it's like, oh, you mean when they, they treat their kids yeah, like, uh, like yeah. a dog or something? Yeah, they, on they, that leash. They, well, that's the same leash that I would have on him, MB. You, you can only go 10 feet with this little arc right here. You are not leaving this lane and you're going to shoot about 70%. And you're a great, great free throw shooter. Right. So we need you to go to the line. So we're going to get people in foul difficulty. You're going to score, and you're going to be just as happy, if not happier, winning basketball games instead of being out dancing, wanting to shoot the threes from the outside. I think Shaq and Kobe, excuse me, I think Shaq, I'm so used to saying that, I think Shaq and Charles Barkley, they really planted a seed here. I think Joel Embiid is going to take his game to another level. See that? See that? That That what? (laughs) That bothers me. That bothers bothers me. Okay, why does it bother you? Because it's unnecessary. It ain't like he was dominating. No, no, no. Listen. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying. You word that phrase. If we had no, if, we, if this was Game Three of the NBA season, everybody would be like, "Oh, this could be a possible final." He's yeah. right. I am. I'm thinking. Not now. And Embiid had 22 points, right? So when, when Charles and I make comments like he's not playing well, people think it's hate. It's not that it's hate; it's that we see greatness in him. 22 uh, is okay, but it ain't great. If, if, if Shaq, if if I was playing against a guy like Joker, another guy who everybody thinks he's a great center, I'm going off. I'm going off. I always, guy, I love when people say, "Well, we play every game the same." First of all, that's bogus. You don't play eight or two games as hard as you can. But I know this: when I'm playing against Carl Malone, Kevin McHale, Larry Bird, guys who are great power forwards, my antenna is up. I want to let them know, like, no, I'm the best power forward. No, I'm the best power forward. No, I'm the best power forward. I think he could be that good. Well, he could. I don't know if they're planting the seed or, or he just wants to be. He, somebody maybe screamed in his ear about where to be dominant. You know, d- dude. Yeah, I talked to Kevin McHale about this because Kevin said he worked with Joel Embiid during one summer. 
And he's like, that dude was so big and he was so strong. He was showing me that Euro step. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's amazing how he would step on one foot. And here's we're talking about a guy who's seven foot one, Mm. 280 pounds doing all this stuff. My only concern with Joel Embiid is the fact that his body has a tendency to break down. I think the 76ers are doing a pretty good job right now in load management. With the Celtics, he ended up, he's been averaging about 30 minutes a game. With the Celtics, he played almost 40 minutes mm-hmm. during that game because it was such a big game and they wanted to win. I think we're in the same team when it comes to Celtics getting this, I call it this mysterious big man that everyone's like, oh, they need a big, they need mm-hmm. a big. Mm-hmm. But you look at you know, salaries and you look at what Danny could do or the little wiggle room that he does have, and it's like, well, most of those guys, like you say Adams or other people say whoever, whoever big guy that they want, they're making X amount of dollars that Danny has to match. And right now, his, his hands are tied. Well, your hands it's could be hard for him to well, make a trade. Yeah, for your like hands could be tied, but there are certain guys out there. You look at your high ticket people, and one of them would be Gordon Haywood. Gordon Haywood's a high ticket. I wouldn't want him to trade him, but Gordon Haywood is a high ticket guy that could get you an Adams. Uh, or get you a big out there, Sergio Baca, somebody like that, who could be a rim protector uh, and a rebounder. So um, but I just think that, uh, you know, Danny right now is looking at it in the long term. If you keep Gordon, Gordon Hayward and keep adding pieces to this team, this, this team is going to compete for a long time. But do you think that this team needs that shot blocker? Well, here's the thing that, he, that the NBA is now. Was there a shot blocker with Golden State that I know about? Nope. Okay. Teams have the, the game has fundamentally changed. Teams that had, had won championships, uh, you know, Hugh, did Cleveland have I was a shot? Gonna say, you could say Cleveland, Cleveland. LeBron, no. LeBron was a shot blocker. They, had a really, they have chase, a really good rebound in Tristan Thompson. Chase, chase down, but but the game has changed now where you don't have the rim protectors because this is the biggest point. There aren't a lot of two pointers attempted around the rim. Mm. Most of these shots are three pointers and with three point shots, a lot of times you get longer rebounds yeah. because of the distance you might have had to shoot them from. But which uh, will kick off the yeah, fast yeah, break for yeah. the pulling so, team. So right? I, I, th- I don't I don't quite know, you know, you I would love for the Celtics to have a rim protector like that. But um, what you have to give up and I thought Gordon Haywood without a doubt to me, was probably playing his best ball since he's been with the Celtics in this first in this first month of the season Absolutely. before, you know, before he got poked in the eye. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by Blue Chew. Absolutely. Get with it. Get with it. It's on time. Explosive. Exciting. And that's for everybody in the room. Not just one person. That's for the two people. Happiness is in pairs, okay? That's how that works. And if you use Blue Chew, happiness comes with that for two people in the room. That's right. And so enjoy it. And uh, it's adult responsible. That's yep. what we'll say. Yes, absolutely. And of course, just for listening to this podcast, you get a special offer and you don't want to miss out on this offer. Don't just take Max's word for it. Find out for yourself. Head over to Blue Chew. Dot com. That's Blue Chew, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Use the promo code MAX and get yourself that discount. That's BlueChew.com. Use the promo code Maxwell and get yourself that discount. Right, Max? Absolutely. You know, we're talking about Blue Chew. I mean, maybe one of the best products I've had in a while. Do you think that works? Uh, doctor approved. Um, if your sex life is a little on the limp side... 
and you want to straighten up your jump shot, <laughs> you have Blue Chew. There you go. That's and right. they help you out. <laughs> Do you think that him coming back, and I'm just saying this based on what I saw from Jalen Brown, right? Do you think that affects Jalen Brown in any way in terms of his production? No, his shot, I think t- I think no. I think he just shot poorly the other day. Okay, he had some shots that just kind of wiggle in and out. He had some he had some uh, key things he he was doing, and he's probably been playing. I would think of the guys who've been more consistent. He's been the most consistent Celtic this year. Barring that game against Philly, I think he's got all star numbers right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we're talking about 20 point score. He's shooting almost 50% from the field. Yeah, absolutely. You know, alongside Tatum, I think he's right there in that conversation mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what happens. I know Kemba Walker, we can safely assume he'll be an all star this year, but imagine if those three guys could go. That'll be great. Man, That'd and, be great and, to see those three. And you think about it, you know, if Gordon Haywood <clears throat> continued along the path he was going, I'm not sure Gordon Haywood wasn't there. And I've been there before. It's too bad he missed so many games. Well, yeah, yeah. I've been with the Celtics before when you had, you know, I always knew I wasn't going. Even when I was an MVP in the finals, I was like, well, there's my vacation time coming up here in these next couple of days because we had Robert, you had Kevin, you had Larry, you had Dennis Johnson, Danny Ainge, um, Nate Archibald. So you had, like, you know, all-stars, all-stars around me, and they're only going to pick with so many from each team. Right. I used to bug you sometimes. No, that was a good uh, man. I went vacation days. You know, they. I think the the winning team got like you know at that time twenty five hundred dollars and twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, good good money. But for me to have a vacation for about three or four days during the time that I wanted to re- rejuvenate my battery and you know go to the islands or someplace and then come home. But back then the NBA would have maybe four days. You know, that you'd have. Yeah, it's not like between now. Those, now it's like a week. Now you got a whole week, maybe yeah. eight days in there, yeah. where if you want to go to the island, a day to get there, a day to get back, you still got, you know, five days that you can sit there and just, you know, get your juices flowing. And and I remember well of uh, me and uh, Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge and myself, um, going on a vacation, and his wife, Michelle, and my wife at that time, Renee, uh, we went to uh, Nassau. And it was during the All-Star break. And I had just got down there. Danny had got there at 6 in the morning or something. Something early. Something crazy. And I remember I had just got to the beach. Got in my chair good. And Danny was like, hey, you want to go parasailing? You want to go scuba diving? You want to go? I was like, whoa, dude. 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 I just want to sit down. Danny was so full of energy at that time. It was absolutely crazy when Danny was just like, go, 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 go. Where were you guys? We were in that. We were in Nassau. We were in Nassau, Bahamas. Uh, I think we were at the, um, the Atlantis. The Atlantis hadn't been built then. But someplace down there that we were at. Is that like a, was that the go-to spot for All-Star that Weekend? Was, or you, had, you had different places? No, people had different places. But again, you did not have enough days to, you know, do what you want to do. You got four days, a day to get there, a day to get back. Two and a half days really to be someplace. Right. And you know how two and a half days goes. Oh, two and a half days yeah. is gone like, okay, we had lunch and one day is gone. Oh, two days is gone. Oh, God, we got to catch a flight time back. To home, time it. to go home. Yeah. So those were those were crazy times for All-Star. But uh, maybe we'll, maybe the Celtics will have some All-Stars in it. And- 
This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by Simple Contacts. Simple Contacts is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your brand of contacts from anywhere in minutes. Instead of heading to the doctors year after year just to renew your prescription for something that you wear every single day, you can do it on your own terms. You can do it on your own time. And you can do it in just a few minutes. This is Vision Care for the 21st century. Absolutely. With my site now, convenient, fast, safe. I mean, my eyes are, are it's so easy. I wear glasses now to put the contacts on. It's just so much easier. And the thing about it, you're not going to lose them if they're in your eye. So, so it's a, just, an, just a more comfortable position you're in. And here's how it works. Need to renew your prescription? Take the five-minute simple contact vision test online from your phone or laptop. It'll be reviewed by a licensed doctor. You will receive a renewed prescription and reorder your contacts. It's that simple. A real doctor reviews your test in 24 hours, and if your vision hasn't changed, that doctor will write you a new prescription. It's made things so much easier for me to get my new prescriptions, and this is the way that everyone should be getting their contacts. And right now, just for listening to the Cedric Maxwell podcast, you get $20 off your first order of Simple Contacts. To save $20 your first lens, go to simplecontacts.com max or enter the code max at checkout. I want to mention that this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. You still need to get those occasionally, but this is the convenient and newest way to renew your prescription and reorder your contacts if your vision hasn't changed. You know, like I said, Gordon Haywood was uh, playing like an all-star until he got hurt. I can't wait for this one. I'm going to be in Dominican Republic, Max. I'm going to be chilling. I'm going to be on the beach somewhere. I want to go someplace where it's hot and warm. I don't know. but I can't wait. I just really just want some days just to... Rejuice my battery, though. You but, should, man. It's but isn't it, where's the game going to be at this time? Chicago? Chicago, yeah. That might be a nice place to be, to go to All-Star. If, I have to do that, too. I haven't done that If you one of the festivities. I have to go to an All-Star weekend. I haven't done that. I'm going to do that next year. This mm. year, I'm actually going to, it's a wedding in Dominican Republic, so that's why. I went. Yeah. Last year, I went to Hawaii. So, Whoa. Yeah, so All-Star weekend has been like my time to kind of do my own thing and Man, that was, that's that's that Hawaii is nice, but again, it's, amazing. it's just the day, that coke you a day to get there yeah, and a day true. to get back. That's so true. that's the only thing about Hawaii, which is, is absolutely crazy. But I guess the same thing. It's a day flight pretty much wherever yeah. you're going to go. Well, with Hawaii, the way back messes you up more. Because when you get there, it's only 4 o'clock, and I left Boston early in the morning. Wow. But when you have to adjust... After being out there for, I think I was out there for what six days. That five hour difference is a big difference. When you come back I, I lived there for three years. What? Yeah, you I lived in Hawaii for three years. Yeah, my parents, my father was in the military. We lived on get out of here. Uh, in Oahu, which is the big, which is the most popular. That's where island. I, that's where I stayed. And yeah. you know where we were on. We were on the opposite side of the island from Honolulu uh, at a Marine Corps Air Force Base, Kaneohe Bay, and we were. I was there from. First grade until the fourth grade or something. What? See, so life, was life there, was, man. man, life was like paradise. You lived then. in Hawaii. Lived in Hawaii. Was good the, too. Now, look, the only thing you needed in Hawaii at that time was you always needed the raincoat. You need the raincoat because it was raining about every other day. It rained when I got there. Every other day, yeah. but then it would rain and Quickly. clear up. And yeah, a couple hours pouring. Rain next, you know, rainbow is out. Yep. And you you rolling again, but it was just. Absolutely gorgeous of, of being there as a as a child. It was just like you know Disney because again we I think it was one weird day that it happened that it got to be normally what you have is a trade winds coming off the ocean uh, ocean breeze but one day it was some somehow it flipped it was. 
the wind was coming from the north and they were coming out of the mountains and the temperature dropped down to 56 degrees in Hawaii and you would have thought that the world had just stopped. <laughs> people ain't know nothing about heat. They ain't know nothing about heat. They was like, <laughs> what are we going to do? What I the mean, hell is this? Everybody's curious. I mean, this, and the thing about Hawaii, which is beautiful, is the fact that you really don't deal with air conditioning over there because it's in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's not a lot of humidity. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. We got, we got to spend more time on that. I didn't know you was in Hawaii that yeah. long. Yeah. I went for the first time, man. That was, I can't wait to go back. Yeah. You know I mean, I... 2020, but maybe 2021, maybe I can head back there again. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah.